Hey guys, welcome to the show that gives you the tools you need to break through into all you were created to be, to live your life full of hope and purpose. I'm Pam Ramey, and Jesus Girls, let's find our role. Hey, 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 welcome, Jesus Girls. I'm Pam Ramey, and So, so happy that you have joined us today, where our goal is always, always, always to encourage and equip you to live your life filled with destiny and purpose. At the end of today's show, we're going to make a powerful declaration, as we always do, over our lives, and then I'm going to share a cool fitness tip of something you can do at the grocery store or any place you might be stuck in line that will help shape your legs and your tush. Because we are spirit, mind, and body, and we want to continually be getting stronger in all three of these areas. Today, let's talk about one of the greatest gifts we can give to ourselves, which is the gift of forgiveness. We're going to get down in the trenches a little to unpack this super important topic that holds the major key to our emotional freedom. Unforgiveness can chain up our hearts and stunt our emotional growth like nothing else. It also has a negative impact on our relationships. God's word has a lot to say about forgiving one another and Jesus girls about forgiving ourselves and not walking with bitterness in our hearts. And I love how the Bible always confirms science. You know, according to the Mayo Clinic, scientific studies validate how the act of forgiveness directly affects our health in the following ways. It gives us healthier relationships. It improves our mental health. We experience less anxiety, stress, and hostility. It lowers our blood pressure. We have fewer symptoms of depression. We receive a stronger immune system. It improves our heart health and improves our self-esteem. Those are some pretty cool benefits to learning to walk in forgiveness. Some really great gifts. Just to give you a little insight into how this process worked for me, I once sat in a Christian counselor's office seeking answers on how to fix my oldest son who was going through a difficult season. And this was before I realized it's impossible to fix anyone. (laughs) Only God can do that. But anyway, a few things came up in those sessions that I thought I had moved on from. And two of the big ones were having been molested by my grandfather during my fourth grade year. And the police officer I babysat for who raped me and stole my virginity at the age of 15. Now, both of these men had convinced me to stay silent, and they gave me good reasons why that was important, and I believed them, and I stayed silent for many, many years. But the memories of those encounters would often haunt me, and I'm telling you right now, I hated them. I hated both of these men in my heart. My counselor told me, how Jesus wanted to step into those broken places and heal the pain that was living in my heart. And I I wanted that because I did feel pain in my heart from those encounters. And she asked me if I'd ever forgiven those men who had hurt me. So I thought about it and I told her that I thought I had forgiven them and was really trying hard to not hold a grudge. 
But sometimes a painful memory would kind of smack me out of nowhere. And it, you know, maybe it would be prompted by a song or a smell or what someone said. And when that happened, the pain honestly in those moments could feel just as real as the day that those encounters took place. And it would always make me super emotional. Jesus, girls, maybe this is something you can relate to. Someone hurting you without ever showing remorse, let alone even asking for your forgiveness. So to chat about this more and to share more of the story, I'd love to welcome right now my good friend Lorraine to our show today. And Lorraine, as always, it is so good to have you here. Oh, Pammy, and it's so good to be here. The subject of forgiveness is very near and dear to my heart, being a counselor myself. And so glad we're talking about the freedom we can enjoy when we're able to walk in forgiveness. Unforgiveness really does keep us in bondage, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. But before this time in my life, I had a very skewed perception of what forgiveness meant because I thought if I forgave someone who hurt me in this kind of way, I was somehow saying that what they did was okay But I had to learn that that was not the case at all. You are absolutely correct. Forgiving someone by no means excuses the behavior of the person who hurt you. You're basically taking that person off your hook and giving them to God, who is their judge, not us. Hmm. I also think about how bitterness can eat us up on the inside when we hold on to things instead of turning them over to God. It It's kind of like acid destroying the container in which it's stored, right? Great example. I love the verse in Hebrews 12, 15 that basically says that very thing. It goes like this. And make sure no one lives with a root of bitterness Mm. sprouting within them, which will only cause trouble and poison the hearts of many. And our own heart is included in that verse. (laughs) Correct. It certainly is. How did you finally make the decision to forgive your grandfather and the police officer? Well, you know, it's interesting because by the time I saw my counselor, they had already both passed away. So I didn't really even think it was necessary anymore. And I pretty much said that to my counselor, but her response is what changed my mind. She said, Pam, both of those men are dead and gone. If you don't forgive them, is it going, is it really, is it going to hurt them? Like even one little bit, but it will continue to hurt you because you have officially handcuffed yourself to their grave when you don't forgive them. And I'm telling you, Lorraine, that got my attention. And from that point forward, I started walking in intentional forgiveness for each of them. Mm, What do you mean when you say you had to begin walking in intentional forgiveness? That's a great question because I had lived with this trauma for so many years that the devil kept throwing up the the memories into my mind. He just Mm. kept throwing those memories into my mind. And every time he did, I just kept forgiving. So a memory would fly into my mind and I would say, I forgive my grandfather for that. I forgive, you know, that police officer for that. So like if something comes up and and the example was given to me, if somebody comes up and slices your arm open with a knife and you never allow that wound to heal properly from the inside out, every time somebody bumps into that wound, you're going to react. And that was what I was doing. You know, when I would have one of those painful memories, I would react to that memory. So 
as I walked through the process of forgiving these two men, I, I really kind of had to open up those wounds, not to obsess over them, but to finally release the poison from my heart just a little bit at a time. And the wounds did begin to heal. And I could tell I was healing because the things that would trigger me, that would once bring my mind and my emotions to a really dark place, they just started losing that power over me. And both of those deep wounds were allowed to heal properly through forgiveness from the inside out. And the memory of them no longer had or does have the power to negatively affect my life. I am no longer negatively affected by either of those um, memories. I'm not forgetting what happened, but now what happened can be used for my good and for the good of others. Wow, that's a great testimony. and reminds me of the beautiful verse in 2 Corinthians 1.4 that says, He always comes alongside of us to comfort us in every suffering mm. so that we can come alongside those who are in any painful trial. So awesome. We can bring them the same comfort that God has poured out upon us. Mm-hmm. Pammy, have you had the opportunity to do what that verse says <laughs> and bring comfort you've received from God to others in this area. I love that you asked me that because since my heart has been healed from this trauma by my beautiful Jesus, Mm. I cannot begin to tell you how many opportunities God has given me to help women who have been victims of rape or molestation. And Lorraine, I can speak freely about both of these experiences and actually, believe it or not, feel compassion toward both of these men because and and then when I talk to women who have been in this situation I can intimately relate to them because I've been in their skin so I love how nothing ever gets wasted in our lives when the power of redemption steps in and literally takes center stage I can see how forgiving your grandfather and the police officer really was a gift you gave to yourself Mm -hmm. By taking them off your hook as their judge and handing them over to God, you got your freedom back. I sure did. And it was a process, especially due to the deep-rooted trauma and pain. But when your willingness met God's grace, you got free enough to even have compassion for the men who hurt you. Boy, that's encouraging. (laughs) You know, since this experience, I have truly become a radical forgiver. Mm -hmm. I forgive every day. I'm, you know, if somebody cuts me off on the freeway, I just forgive them. And I just don't want a root of bitterness living in my heart, especially when I know how good it feels to be free from all of that. So I practice forgiveness pretty much every day. I believe one of the things that can hinder us in life so much It's when we cannot forgive ourselves. Mm. Now, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I just couldn't agree more Mm -hmm. with what you just said. You know, unfortunately, so many of us do not think we deserve to be forgiven for the things we have done or even the things that have been done to us. But that's not what Jesus thinks, girls. That's not what Jesus thinks. He is waiting for every single one of us to receive his forgiveness. And there is not one thing that we could, you know, that he will not forgive us for. Absolutely nothing that he will not forgive us for because his love for us is that good and it's that big. That's incredible. 
So how do we forgive and continue to walk in the healing power of forgiveness? Maybe you can give our Jesus girls a forgiveness prayer that we can use. Well, if the enemy throws any thought into my head, and I'll just share with you what I do. If the enemy throws any thought into my head that conjures up a negative memory about another person, I speak five things out loud. And these statements are where it all began for me. And they have become a staple in how I forgive other people and how I forgive myself. But number one, the first thing I say is by an act of my will, because I have to make that choice. I choose to forgive And then I speak the name of that person for, and then I name out the offense. I just say it out loud and I cover this offense in the blood of Jesus because I want it washed in the blood of Jesus. Two, I say, and I take, I name that person off of my hook and I give him or her to you, Jesus. Three, I bless, I say the name of that person and I return blessings for curses. Four, I say, Jesus, give me the ability to see that person, I say their name through your eyes of love. And I'm telling you, that's a big one for me. Because when I can see somebody through the eyes of Jesus, I look at them differently. And the fifth thing I say is I ask God to forgive me for judging. I say the name of that person because I am not his or her judge. I hope you found this prayer helpful, Jesus girls. It's also similar to the way I pray to keep bitterness from taking root in my heart. It seems like we could talk about this subject for hours, Pammy. Oh, man, we sure could. But I think we got some of the basics covered, and I think we might need to make a declaration over our lives right about now, Lorraine. I'm with you, as always. I'll speak the declaration out first, and then you and and our Jesus girls can repeat after me. Sounds great. We can find this reference to the declaration in Colossians 3.13. Romans 8, 33 and 34, and Ephesians 4, 32. So let's begin. Here we go. Okay. I choose to forgive those who hurt me. I choose to forgive those who hurt me. The same way Jesus has graciously forgiven me. The same way Jesus has graciously forgiven me. I love that, Lorraine. It's powerful. It's beautiful. I think we need to declare it again. Jesus, girls, say this out loud. Here we go. I choose to forgive those who hurt me. I choose to forgive those who hurt me. The same way Jesus has graciously forgiven me. The same way Jesus has graciously forgiven forgiven me. Whew, I just, uh, I love that so much. I love it. Talk about freedom. It Talk freedom. about freedom. It sure is. Well, before we wrap things up today, girls, I want to share a cool fitness tip with you on how to work your balance and tone the backside of your legs and your tush while you're waiting around, maybe in the grocery store line or at the post office or you're peeling carrots at the kitchen sink. And it's called heel raises. So here's how I want you to do this. Bring your feet, you know, pretty close together, maybe a little bit narrower than your hips and just stand up on your toes and then put your heels back down. Okay. Stand up on your toes and put your heels back down. Now, Stand up on your, when you're standing up on your toes, you are working on your balance if you're not holding on to something. And even if you are holding on to something, you're still sending a signal to your brain that you've got to, you know, switch on a little bit more of your core muscle strength 
to balance yourself. So that's what's going on there. But when you stand up on your toes, I want you to do something else. Squeeze. Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze all the muscles up the back of your legs, all the way up into your tush as though you were clutching a gold coin. I'm going to leave that little visual to you. (laughs) Okay. But so see if you could do 12 of those. So stand up on your heels, squeeze all the way up, clutch the coin, come back down to your heels, do that 12 times. And, you know, kind of do it periodically throughout the day. And I'm telling you what, it works. It works. So uh, get your heel raises on, girls. And we are every week learning new ways all the time to find our roar. And this week, it's been reminding ourselves how to get free with forgiveness and to keep trusting Jesus in that whole process of our healing. Please like our show and subscribe to our channel if you have found this helpful and share this with your friends. We love you and we're so happy that you joined us today and we'll see you next time on Jesus Girl Roar. 